Hey everybody, this is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've gone through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. Today I am honored to be speaking with Annie Francesca. Annie, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much, Nikki. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today. I just love how you put that absolute caca. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many people that have gone through that right there are so many people i mean pretty much everyone has gone through caca and i try to make light of a serious topic <laughs> so annie please introduce yourself to us um, would you please tell us who you are where you're from and how you keep busy during the day well um my name is annie francesca and i am a reinvention stylist so i help women reinvent themselves by dressing who they're becoming and that's one of my biggest passions, actually, is to um, just help women really get playful with, with their style, with how they put themselves together. So it's, it's um, yeah, it's just the thing that really lights me up. That's awesome. I could use some help in that area. I've never been super into fashion, and here I am living in Los Angeles, and I'm surrounded by, I'm surrounded by very <laughs> chic people, so... I am definitely in the market for that. So Annie, would you please summarize the absolute caca that you went through and what was the worst part? Well, I went through two periods of absolute caca. So I'll briefly describe the first one, which really ties into the second time that I went through absolute caca. So the first time was um, I was newly married and my husband got deeply religious and I was, I had just given birth to my first child and um, yeah, it still kind of makes me emotional to, to talk about it. But we ended up living high up in the mountains in Northern Idaho in a two room shack with 22 other people with no running water, no heat, no electricity, barely any food. And um, yeah, it was basically a, a religious cult. So not too many people get to say that they lived in a religious cult. Not too many people want to either, right? So um, we, we ended up leaving that at one point and this, this thread just kind of followed me for most of my life. And it was, like I just ended up living on autopilot with the seeds of that trauma basically embedded in my psyche. So it wasn't until I had divorced from my former husband and bought my own condo. It was a year almost to the date that I was diagnosed with incurable cancer. And, you know, <laughs> that was, that was much bigger absolute caca than you know, living in a religious cult. Mm. So what I came to realize was that um, the me who I was being and who I was for most of my life was a construction of you know me just just please like trying to please other people mm -hmm. and not myself, like not being true to myself. So I came to. Um, basically asked the question, 
who am I being right now? Like when I was diagnosed with incurable cancer and I came to realize that, yeah, who I was was not it. So I, I went through this process where I started to reinvent myself and I did it with clothing. And um, basically it was connecting with a part of me that had big dreams even before I was, you know, got married, got tied up in this religious commune. And um, that part of me always wanted to work in fashion as a model or a fashion illustrator. And so here I was now on the verge of some other big dreams for my life. And this, you know, as you can appreciate, um, facing death now, it just made the urgency of stepping into those dreams far more um, impactful. So what I ended up doing was um, I found the clothes that expressed who I saw myself becoming. And what that was for me was a pair of sparkly pants, a pair of skin tight, <laughs> sparkly pants. Mm -hmm. And because it was so important for me to step into my dreams on a day-to-day, -day, even hourly basis, mm -hmm. I wore those sparkly pants to the grocery store. Um, you know, basically like any chance I could. And what it did for me was it, it really gave me um, the sense that other people could see who I was becoming because people would stop me on the street and they would say, I just need to tell you right now, you, you look like a million bucks. <laughs> and then it would just give me such a big thrill because I would say, well, you know, I just had chemo, like my second round of chemo yesterday, and I have no hair, no eyelashes, no eyebrows. And then they would, their mouths would, would basically drop. Mm -hmm. and they would say, you know, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because it's totally working for you. So what that gave me was the sense that others could see who I was becoming. They didn't see the cancer patient. They didn't see the, you know, the, the church lady that I used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they could see the person that I was becoming and this person wanted to step into some really big dreams, not just overcome incurable cancer, but write a book, speak on stages, travel the world. So, you know, what still amazes me is, is that in within less than six months, I overcame that incurable cancer diagnosis. And now I've traveled to all different kinds of places, have written that book, and also speak on stages. So, um, yeah, what I have to say about clothing is that when you attach a positive, um, a positive message to your clothing, you can actually transform it into like a magical superhero cape. Goodness gracious, Annie, there are so many things that I could say right now. The primary thing that I want to say is that your, your story is so much bigger than this podcast. It is, I mean, it's just such an incredible story and I'm very grateful to you for sharing this here in this context and with our listeners. And 
absolutely incredible what you went through, what you triumphed over, and a unique situation that I imagine you must not meet all that many people who can really relate on a visceral level to what you talk about, especially with in terms of extreme isolation as being part of a religious cult. And it's just absolutely incredible. Here I am, I mean, my jaw is, my jaw is dropping too. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I would love to know, I know that it takes a warrior to get to the other side of even, of even like a tiny fraction of the kind of caca, trauma is really the word that you have come through and that you have triumphed over. And it, I would love to know what is the best part about being where you sit right now, having reinvented yourself and in the process of helping other people reinvent, reinvent themselves too in such an inspiring way. How is it feeling now? Well, that is such a great question, Nikki. And I'm sure you can relate because you've gone through your own absolute caca. <laughs> um, so the best part of that is just the, the gratitude, of, first of all, being on the other side. But it's also the gratitude of of pulling out these nuggets, you know, just the, the major learning from that experience and um, applying it to your life. And not only that though, but being able to help other people like apply that same learning to, to their own situations where they're facing absolute caca. Such a gift. It is such a gift to be able to pay it forward. It and is. it has become it has become an incredible theme on this podcast. I've interviewed women who have been through so many different types of trauma and nearly every single one says something about the gift of being able to share their stories and being able to very actively, often as part of their business, often as part of how they make their living, which is precisely what you do, being able to give back and share the joy of being on the other side with other, often other women. That's very true. Very true. Annie, so I am finding with this podcast that brave warrior women have a tendency to travel in packs. And I'm wondering, who do you know that's another brave warrior who's been through the ringer and back, who would be an amazing guest on this podcast, perhaps someone who's been inspirational to you? I know the perfect person, Nikki, um, helping out at her event this week. It's called Shine Live, and her name is Chantelle Adams. So she would be perfect as a, as a guest on your podcast. Awesome. I can't wait to learn more about Chantelle. And here we come to the big, the big nugget here, the essential question that I have for you, Annie, which is what is one, maybe two pieces of advice that you would give to our listeners? who are struggling in a big, big way right now on how to get to that other side? Well, the first thing, <clears throat> excuse me, first thing I would tell someone is to really flesh out your dreams, really get clear on who you see yourself becoming, what you're doing, where you're going, what kind of life are you having? And then um, just just get playful with your clothing. You know, what can you bring into your wardrobe 
that's kind of like your superhero cape. That every time you put it on, you go, yeah, this is me. This is who I'm becoming. And it, it really helps you just really integrate your dreams in a very present kind of a way. That is so specific. And I have to ask you, Annie, do you still have the sparkly pants? And I have, sort of, do you? I have the sparkly skirt now, the two sparkly skirts, <laughs> another pair of sparkly pants. Like they just show up everywhere I go. That's so great. So great. I got to figure out what my superhero cape is. And it's such a good transition to my last question for you, which is we're all about being epic here. And so what would your superpower be if you could have any superpower? Oh, my superpower would be to, um, well, like I'm always evolving. So to really just wear all those things that I've always wanted to wear, you know, that most people go, well, I can't wear that. This is, this is Kelowna or this is, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. There, I think that, I think that we men and women, we have this tendency to sort of censor ourselves, including censoring our wardrobe. Like I hear so many people say, Oh my gosh, I couldn't get away with that. Like just the other day I was wearing a pair of cowboy boots and, um, and I was talking to a guy who, I mean, he just said, I love your, your boots. And I was like, Oh, I think these would cowboy boots would look awesome on you. And he's like, Oh, I couldn't get away with that. <laughs> like, why not? I know. I hear it all the time. You know, women coming out of change rooms and and their girlfriends will say, "Oh, that looks so beautiful on you." And the first thing she'll say is, "I can't wear that here. What are, what are people going to think of me?" Wah wah wah. So sad, you know. Annie, what's something that you've never worn before that you're dying to that you not dying that you can't wait to wear someday? Okay, I have been looking for it everywhere I go because I travel a lot. And, you know, I always pin images of clothes that I want to wear. So it's this dress that I've seen in Balenciaga. I don't know if you know, like an Italian designer. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a long flowy dress that has buttons, you know, down the front. And the beautiful thing is you can wear it as that long flowy dress, but also wear like a little tank, like a little uh, cami underneath with skinny jeans and heels and and you know, you're just floating everywhere you go, right? Beautiful, I love it, I love it. I wanna know when you find it and I wanna see a picture. Okay. <laughs> Annie, thank you so much for honoring me by being on this podcast and being my guest today. Where can we find you online? My website is currently being optimized and it will be live probably in the next two weeks but it's www.thereinventionstylist.com. All right, wonderful. Thereinventionstylist.com. And Annie, thank you again. This is Nikki Bruno with Annie Francesca on the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more information about staging an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.